everyone, it's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco, California. We got a good show. We're gonna talk some Oscars. We got a whole crew of dudes, starting with the man across from me, the San Diego Hammer, Mr. Joey Avery. So good to be back here where I live. Yeah, <laughs> weird. <laughs> Stoked. Uh, future NFL Hall of Famer Brendan is back. Hey, hey. and. Live from Seattle, Seattle's best-known morning show film critic, Laramie Legal. Hello. How you doing? I saw Fifty Shades Darker, too. We were talking pre-show about what I've seen. So I've seen that. I've seen The Wick. I've seen The Hidden Figures. I've seen The Moana. The Moana? Yeah, dude. I saw that like four times. I saw the L-A-L-A-L-A-N-D. Okay. What's wait? What's oh la, la oh yeah I got that. All right, before <laughs> we go any further, what you're laying down there. I, yeah, I don't want to step on it, but uh, uh, just want to give a shout out to this week's five dollar Patreon donor Paul. Hey Paul. Five, yeah, Paul. Uh, hey, Paul. Uh, uh, that's uh, Patreon.com/slash/frotcast. Good on um, you, Paul. Yo, By the way, I, I would throw my hat in the ring. I can create you some pretty vicious song and beats or whatever that I can just give to you for the, all these fools that you're on backlog on. Yeah, but are they worth ten dollars? Come on. Who are you talking to? <laughs> so, Laramie, Fifty Shades Darker. Ooh. I, I didn't see the original. Oh, you were lost then, weren't you? Yeah, I was lost. I was like, why is he in? Why is why are his teeth so small? Like, why are they into the? It's weird that he <laughs> they they make it out like he's the kinkiest guy in the world. Super and, kinky. And he pulls. He's got like a dungeon, and they're Ooh. like, and 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 she's like, what's this? And he's like, oh, you got to walk before you can run. And then did he, he ties people up, Vince. It's crazy. Uh, what, were you kind of a rat? I haven't seen either, but I'm just wondering if I go in, am I going to need to do like a little flip and tuck? No. Does it get you rock? No, you know Isn't what? Isn't that the whole thing? Like it's no. it's supposed to be like super titillating and it just ends up being really boring yeah. and like plain. Yeah. Well, like I, I think I said this on a previous show, but like there's no, I feel like there's got to be some kind of imperfection for sex to be sexy. Like there's got to mm. be like a, 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 a you a, know, a some, butts it. Some well, yeah, butts it a welt, just like some yeah, pubes. That's, that's like, why I the see, bee pumper Montana Fishburne video is so great. Authenticity she zits all over her ass. <laughs> okay. That's why you well, go that's... on a message board, see some real people. Yeah, yeah. no, it's you not know? like I needed real people, but it's, it's like good to peek a people. <laughs> it's like so clean. Like I need to see. Like I like it when a girl has like a little bit of pubes because then it feels a little bit dirty still. When there's like no. There's like no fluids, no hair. It's all just like clean, good looking mannequins. And it's every single sex scene's set to music. So it's like this yeah. weird, super sanitized music video. Like there's like so love songs playing, playing so and shit. Naughty. The only part I did enjoy sexually is the little, <laughs> the little flipper tool with the wood or whatever. The little what? The little flipper tool. Oh, you mean the, the, the leg separator. That's handy. Yeah, the misery leg separator thing. Don't you think that was nice? It was nice, but like he puts, so he makes it out like, oh, this is like an advanced. <laughs> flipped her like a McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> he's like syrup on the inside of the buns. But the rest of it was pretty damn horrible. He's like, they showed so... a lot of uh, his rock hard butt. Yeah, they did. I, li- I mean, I like a, a clenching yeah, and unclenching nice. butt. Oh, that is nice. Man. That that muscle, and he's got a pommel horse, which I guess. Is what billionaires do now. I Tommy don't know. Wiseau style, but no. So he puts the leg separator on her, and he makes it out like it's the advanced dungeonry kit, and then he just like <laughs> eats her out and fucks her missionary in it. And I'm like, all right, no, but like, come he on. He gives her a flip. He gives her a flip. Yeah, he flips her over, but like, I yeah. do that. 
Oh, <laughs> well, uh, but not with that's that. That's why you have that paddle. <laughs> well, you have you unusual do it taste. manually. You don't do it like that automatic style. Yeah, I have unusual taste. I like to eat pussy and have sex missionary. <laughs> don't freak crazy. out. Don't crazy freak, man. Don't freak out when I have sex with you regular style. Do you think well, that- the, the one thing you said that I thought was most introspective was they have to have it so he's an abused child, which makes <laughs> him do this stuff. But it's still kind of kinky. But hey, it makes sense. Right, like they had, they they made this whole movie, this whole franchise about how um, uh, dominatrixing is sexy and cool. But then yeah. they then they explained it, and it's like, oh yeah, he likes to abuse women that look like his crack addict mom. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They sound yeah. way hotter, by the way. You described them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If we need actually... a crack addict, a little imperfection, <laughs> something relatable. That was her. amazing <laughs> when it's like my mom. Yeah, she's dead. Crack. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, the the, the dramatic pause made it. My mom was an addict. Crack. Crack. (laughs) Like, oh, I thought you were talking about Diet Cola. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a good Oscar segue because I feel like they had the, they were the most awkward presenters of the night. Like, they, Jamie Dornan, and I feel like they got a bit of, uh, yeah. I feel like they hate each other. I wish they could have angry sex, though, by hating each other, right? Like, there mm. could still be some chemistry there. Yeah. But they really just don't like being near each other, it seems like. Is there, like, an anti-chemistry that you get from hating each other that He's makes like, you want to... Yeah, they're like magnets that repel each other. So they're magnets. Yeah. That would be really awkward that you have to do all those things to your coworker. Yeah. But you're, like, not involved with for months. And who you dislike intensely. Yeah. And then you're like, well, let's have hot dislike sex, but you don't even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think she, so she came out, and I think she said, like, oh, who are you? I barely recognize you, like, as a joke, because that's, like, mm-hmm. an obvious joke that you Classic. say to a person like, yeah. that you've done two sex movies with. And he's yeah. like, and he was confused. Like, he couldn't yes and. No. I couldn't even yes and that. Dude, I actually tried to joke like that on my. <laughs> this is a weird memory, but when I was when I when I was in high school, I was on the rally commission, and Tight. I was dating this girl, and I didn't like. I didn't like. I'm pretty sweet, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't talk. That's on brand. I'm yeah, just gonna I say. Know. I know. My whole life is on brand. Yeah. It just worked out. You admire your commitment, yeah, Joey. But, but... Joey Avery, a history of things working out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this joke didn't work out. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so I, I had been, I was dating this girl, and I like, I didn't talk to her much at school, but we were dating, and I went out, and her name was Shay, and I was like, she was like, we were calling her down for something. I was like, is there a Shia in the audience? And like, nobody laughed. She hated me for weeks. <laughs> She's like, what are you trying to call me a Muslim? That was a little too early for that, I think. Yeah, at well, that time, we weren't that. We were still working on the geography low. of the Middle East. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, heard. Sorry. I heard that he has bad breath, and that's the issue. Oh, really? Oh. Which would be brutal if you think about it, right? Like if you're spending fix. like five hours like with some guy humping your leg. Yeah, I mean, I feel for some reason like I, I kind of assume actors have bad breath because it's like all just like coffee and cigarettes, and I, I just assume. Like even the good looking ones Like Emma Stone is beautiful She looks like a girl who's never Like thrown a ball or like Mm -hmm. Gone for a job like she might may have done Yoga but that's that's gotta be like the Most physical activity she's ever done in her life Mm. And you need a heartier Girl you're saying yeah I want a girl Who can take (laughs) a a punch (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want a girl who casts a shadow Okay, that's fair. Feminism. Um, yeah. yeah, no, but and also like I went to grad school with James Franco, who is rumored to be quite stinky. Really? Uh, Which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he reads you, like, a lot. Sit next to him? Uh, like maybe once or twice. Oh, 
He's definitely fidgety. I don't remember if I no could noticeable sm- odor. I, I don't remember if I if I actually personally smell witnessed his bo. He does look like he smells bad. Yeah. I would have yeah. never thought that, but now he just kind you of like pale white arms. You know who smells really bad? Who is the um, the the eagle versus shark guys? Oh really? Jermaine Clement, dude. Really? Humming. Oh, I would never expect that from a from a Kiwi. And maybe he's changed it up. You know what I mean? This was years ago, back in the day. Yeah. But he like he cast a shadow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's get a let's get a list of top ten worst smelling looking actors. I think McConaughey's like up there. <laughs> yeah. No, I've actually been yeah. next to him, and he does in fact smell. Yeah. 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 I mean, does. there's no question. God Because he doesn't use deodorant or anything. Yeah. It's like, Nah, it's natural. Your body's got natural ways of making smell. He's just throwing nipples at you, like, right next to you. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, I don't think Shailene Woodley looks like she smells, but knowing knowing what I know about her, like, penchant for uh, making her own deodorant and stuff, I have to assume that she does smell. What about, like, an Alan Page? Yeah... Who's no. She's more like a tidy lesbian. Yeah, yeah. She's a little, she's pretty clean. Andrew um, Keegan makes go, his own kombucha. I'm gonna go. Uh, so. I'm gonna go. Sean Penn. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It, yeah. He's he's so disdainful of other people that that's, that's what motivates his lack of hygiene. Right. It's like if you can't handle how bad I smell, then that's your problem. And he also f- literally farted on El Chapo. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's Woody what Harrelson. What's that? Woody Harrelson. Oh, Woody Harrelson, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, one. he's pretty granola, so that's, I say that's safe. Yeah. I don't, this isn't an actor, but I'm going to go, uh, uh, what's his name, the guitar? Oh, Dave Navarro. I'm gonna, I think Dave Navarro <laughs> smells like shit. <laughs> How about sure. different, different route, Chris Farley? Yeah. <laughs> Just got to be, yeah. you know. Oh, here's one. <laughs> he might be past that stage by now. <laughs> oh, he's definitely like smelling 20 now. years, I think. Yeah. More than 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What about um, I bet Johnny Depp? Uh, I'm putting oh, Johnny yeah. Depp out there because that's that's a top five. It's he's, probably in the divorce he's settlement. Sort of a different a different um, type of uh, a different personality, but I think a similar thought process to McConaughey. Uh huh. You know, like McConaughey. McConaughey's more of like a, a bon vivant, where it's like, hey man, like your body just takes care of itself. Ain't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, no life's too short to worry about how I smell with he's, other people. Whereas like Johnny Depp is probably much more just like. My natural essence is going to be robbed if I, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. some sort of like. Yeah. Johnny Depp's smells are more overwrought, I would think. Like, I think he's got <laughs> he's got more going on. Like, he's got like a sandalwood, leather, patchouli, mahogany shit going on. Whereas I think Matthew McConaughey is just like. Well, Johnny Depp just figured out whatever Keith Richards smelled like and copied it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would say. McConaughey's is, is authentic. That is yeah. like his scent is pure McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. you think like ladies are harder. No one. Don't you think Jolie stinks? Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, but she's like, she's rich. Okay, she either smells or has really powerful perfume, right? It's like really powerful. What's that? She either smells or has really, really powerful perfume. Right, right. What about Jack Nicholson? I bet he's just got some crazy old man smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like he smells good. I feel like he showers and puts on those like weird uh-huh. slippers and shit. I feel mm-hmm. like he's got some aqua velva going on. He's got yeah. like old timey like <laughs> like smell. He's, yeah, he's got like pow- various powders. Yeah. yeah. Conversely, celebrities that smell good. I'll put it out there. Uh, you know that guy Irfan Khan, the guy who was in uh, Life of Pi. Mm, he's no. like the old Indian guy with the bug eyes. He's real handsome. <laughs> I'm throwing an Indian guy down for that, number one. Yeah, I bet that guy smells great. <laughs> 
Nathan Fillion smells they know. very nice. They know. <laughs> right. They know they're eating curry all day and they got to do something to counteract it. That's a bold move, man. I eat Indian I food. Think, I think he smells great. I, yeah, yeah, I had so much Indian food the other day and I like, I like, Open my shirt and smell it, and I smelled 100% like an Indian dude. And I confirmed, I confirmed with three people. But this guy's not like a cab driver. He's like a rich, he's like a rich actor. It's the cuisine. I'm not a cab driver either. Yeah, well, I bet, you could be. I bet uh, comedians and cab drivers are not that far apart. Like comedians and cab drivers getting coffee. Yeah, yeah. I bet uh, I I can never remember how to pronounce his name. Idris Elba. Idris yeah. Elba. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be mine. Very, yeah, yeah just like very mine. fragrant like yeah. lotion, and mm-hmm. like you shake his hand, he's got very smooth 100%. skin. Oh yeah, he's definitely just, getting fucking manicured. Yeah, you're just immediately self conscious about like what a schlub you are compared mm-hmm. to him. You know, you're like fuck, I man. That'd be the Vegas I've never, favorite. I've never exfoliated. Yeah, that's Damn. a good one. That's a Look really good one. Fastbender smells good, and Nathan Fillion smells good. And Chewy Atel Ejiofor smells good. You know what I did not expect? Sam Rockwell. He looks like he'd be he a stinky guy. He does smell good. He looks like yeah. he'd be a stinky guy, but I met him. Not. And yeah, he was like the cleanest and the most nice-smelling, well-put-together man I've ever met. He has a delightful odor. Yeah. I, I got one that I want to know. I feel like it could go either way. How do you feel about Benedict Cumberbatch? Ooh, I think he's stinky. Oh, I, I think he's stinky. either really good or really bad. I feel like he's really clean, but he's just got so much masculine energy that mm. it just creates a musk, like a yeah. like an elk. I get that. Haven't seen. I don't know what come down on that one. What about Tom Hardy? Tom Audie. Oh, I think he smells like shit. Yeah, yeah, stinky. Yeah, he's again. He's too masculine. He just finished a gnarly leg day. Yeah, he's fucking walking around in that giant felt trench coat. How do you feel like the rock? I've smells? Time to shower. Oh, the rock smells great. Yeah, sure. I've only smelled what mm. he's cooking. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've I, every time I've seen him, he's looked like the most clean. Um, yeah, I feel like he has just, a team that like keeps. He clean probably all showers times. multiple times a day because yep. he works out all the time. Yeah. Although he is very sweaty. I thought his segment of the Oscars was pretty dumb. Yeah. When he was like, I know what everyone wants. Dwayne Johnson to sing his famous song. <laughs> yeah. You're like, don't do comedy. Speaking please. of which, Laramie. Cab driver. What? You saw Moana. <laughs> I couldn't even get through Moana one time. Oh, dude. It's dope. But you get us a metaphor. It's so boring. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those movies where they're like, you're, you're going to have to finish these tasks to complete your quest, and then it's just her completing those exact yeah, tasks. We, we call that real life, Vince. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Go to college much. Uh, have a dog. Uh, die. Okay. I've done all That's those it. except yeah. for the last one. Yeah, Vince is pretty on track. <laughs> we call yeah. that objective key result in the corporate world, bro. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> okay, OKR? Yeah, OKR. Oh, shit. What's your... What's your uh, preferred animation? Like, who are you getting down with if you're I, not getting I still have not seen My Life as a Zucchini. I got through part of um, Kubo and the Two Strings, which seemed really good. I just wasn't awake enough at the time. But uh, I love Zootopia. Zootopia is, like, my second favorite movie last year. You fucking effete intellectual. Yeah. Jesus. I'm such, a, I'm such an Ivy Tower liberal liking that movie where the animals dress like people <laughs> that was a great movie god damn it it was just a fantastic mr fox ripoff also a great movie yeah it's a good one i like moana i like uh i like that lynn manuel miranda uh, writes uh, you don't like him 
I've, well, see, I've never seen Hamilton, so I just his my first experience of him rapping was him. What did he rap okay, about? That's the bad. What yeah, did he? It was it, not good. What did he rap? He did a it rap about for Moana, wasn't it? And then yeah, it's it, not. That part wasn't just, good. The the young girl killed it though. Oh my you, god, they got really lucky. She was super attractive. What are you huh? guys talking about? She didn't hit a single note that whole song. What? No. What? She was flat the entire time. What's wrong with you? She was flat. I was just mesmerized the whole time. I like, look at this kid. She's out there living her dream. Uh, what was, a moment for her. She seemed fierce. But it's like she didn't seeing the an angel. And I blame the orchestra. I bet she didn't have a good monitor, but she didn't have the notes. beautiful red dress on. Yeah. Looking good. What about just singing a red dress. What about dress. Ben Affleck? Do you think Ben Affleck? <laughs> I think... I, I think, I think I, I think Ben Affleck smells, smells good. good. I'm not Casey. Casey smells like, terrible. I'm not trying to make a, a greater point out of this, but it does strike me as he, he's he doesn't smell bad, right? Right. All I know, it feels appropriate. All I, I know, feel like you had to bring it up, bring him up to get that in there. Like I don't think he smells bad. Yeah. yeah. All I know for a fact <laughs> is that Casey Affleck's breath sometimes smells like alcohol. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what if we're talking Batman's? What uh, what about Christian Bale? That's. Ooh. I almost feel like he's he's like so intense that I can sort of yeah. see him like having a very principled stand on not bathing. I think we're yeah. both ways. Yeah. No, what you don't understand is probably like doesn't bathe on set when he goes. Essential home. energy. <laughs> I, I'm not very good at That's Christian good. Bale. That was, that was a good impression of Christian Bale's American accent. No, what? No, you don't understand. <laughs> it's getting better every time. Yeah, actually. I'm working on it. Yeah. I've never tried Christian Bale until yeah, now. That was good. Actually, I've, the only th- Bale I've ever done before that is, I'm not wearing hockey bands. <laughs> what is that? It's from Batman. Because oh, remember, there's like the guy impersonating no. Batman at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he busts him like I had a whole different world where Christian Bale is wearing hockey pants and mm. is just Ooh. upset about yeah. it. Mm. <laughs> and then he takes them off and has to declare that he's not. Yeah. That's a cr- mm. <laughs> it's so, a upset hockey player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to get into too much penalty box problematic content but, <laughs> but i feel like we what were the allegations i i'm, I'm vaguely aware that he was, there was allegations of bad behavior but I he don't recall what climbed into a girl's bed um allegedly drunk while he was wearing underwear and like was you know trying to get it get his moves on and then she complained about it and he supposedly like terrorized her until she quit like he called her like a cow in front of the other people on the set and, and such. it was another actress no it was a production assistant or someone okay. someone yeah. in the crew there like, are two because i remember there was an actress who was raising hell about it but i two there was okay. two i think they were it, both crew yeah, on it i'm was still like here production and director of photography or something i like read that daily beast on article I'm still yesterday here? so yeah on i'm still yeah it's uh, walking like, phoenix during the i'm yeah. still here yeah. stinks <laughs> oh that guy <laughs> he's probably bad. just pissed his pants case, all the time case closed yeah, yeah. uh so yeah. actually so i had so for the record we had two female guests until about six hours ago and I, what? I, I, when we were going to discuss casey affleck i was like all right well finally we can do this with a little bit uh more of an even um gender split on the broadcast but whatever it, we can just leave it at boys a film podcast for men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it Jane? It. Jane moved to Chicago. It yeah, but that doesn't mean she can't be on the podcast. Oh, says That's guy right. over the phone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was Allison Mick and Joanna Robinson. The expert on this. Oh, what happened? Why'd they bail? Uh, Joanna had a work thing, and and uh, and Allison heard her back. Have Fun. you ever talked to Joanna? Yes, I have. She's pretty great on the podcast. I gotta say, she's she's on the she's Joanna on the spot. You know, I gotta listen to this show more often. It sounds like you're doing great things. Yeah, we are. We're doing <laughs> big too. things. We're go. You know what? We're we're way ahead 
of of oh you don't have a podcast anymore so i can't even dis- oh. i'm sorry oh you know what they say about podcasting the first 315 episodes is where you really get broken <laughs> yeah, that's, in that's, it's, yeah. it's the 315 after that mm-hmm. that you really hit your stride we're actually we're, we're, this is gonna be 333 we're halfway is, to 666 oh, oh we should do a fun one we should all dress up as the yeah, devil. That, yeah, that would make a great podcast. <laughs> It'd be fun for us. I think people can feel the energy It'd be like in the a room. Vacation from our I show. think this is three twenty-four. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Idiots. Never mind. We're not dressing up. Then. It's not three thirty-three, but we'll, we'll do something for that one. So Casey Affleck. Um, so what happened was they like they sued him and he settled, and now there's basically like a gag order on the case, and and so now. I kind of feel like if you do something like that, you should just take whatever jail time they give you and then serve it, and then and then you can be like, "Well, I served my debt." Like I, if you if you if it seems like you got away with something, then like that's gonna hang over his head for his entire life. I don't know if he went to jail for sexual assault. I think people yeah, would be just as upset. Yeah, as what? I mean, but right, what? No, but right now it's like he didn't even get punished. Like he won the Oscar. Like nothing happened to him. It seems like. And and you're saying and the he, better alternative is that he went to jail. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look at Mike Tyson. Everybody loves Mike Tyson. Now he actually guys, someone. What he did was not jailable. You guys, here's the problem. What even is sexual assault these days? <laughs> Thanks. Right. Yeah. Really. Put. Where's the line? Right. Mm-hmm. Like. If I flip somebody over with the flipper, like a McGriddle, yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's like the perception, <laughs> the perception of it right now. Yeah, <laughs> the perception of it right now is that he did this shit and he faced like zero consequences. He got Polanskied, and maybe doing. he did face consequences, but we don't know because we don't know what the settlement was. And part of the settlement was that neither of them can talk about it. Um, yeah, I, I have a different perspective. One hundred percent. I mean, that's. That's the whole thing when a rich person has a settlement. Yeah, but like, so now, like, every time Casey Affleck does something, there's like 10, there's 10 pieces that are like, hey, remember when he did all this fucked up shit to these chicks? I don't, I don't know if it's that people feel like he got away with it. I feel like if you have any sort of sexual misconduct, you know, male to female attached to your name and that's online, you, anytime you're up for anything public, just the way you know it is now that everyone has blogs and think pieces you're going to get hit with that it's going to right. follow you forever no matter what no matter what your punishment is but right so if you're that guy and i i don't know i'm torn it sounds like it sounds partly like it was pretty fucked up but also not completely out of the realm of something that some drunk dude could do and feel bad about afterwards yeah, that's what, like, when you read it, it seems like one that was like, oh, my God, a really embarrassing, horrible, drunk thing. But then it's, the added thing is he was in a position of power, yeah. and then they continued to work together, and then the allegation is that he continued to berate them after the fact. Right. It sounds like that entire project was like a coke-fueled mess between two, uh, what are they, a brother's brothers-in-law in law or former brothers-in-law yeah that just became like all right well you know our wives know we're together brothers so of far up. less talented or far less talented brothers of more famous people <laughs> yeah yeah well the not joaquin, not joaquin yeah. phoenix dude i still think river phoenix if he had lived longer would be still considered like one of the greatest actors ever. i don't know but joaquin, joaquin phoenix fucking brings it hard He's good. He's really good. I don't think he's a bad actor. I think oh, he's, he's inferior to River. Uh, I don't know. 
is Casey inferior to take. Ben? I think Casey's actually a better actor than Ben. He I think he's actually is, a much yeah. better actor than Ben. I mean, he just won Ben's best actor. <laughs> but Ben was a better director and writer until I saw Live by Night, and now I'm not so sure. I'll give him. I'll yeah. give him uh, everything he made before that was pretty good. So I'll give him the benefit of one one Shitty misfire one. but that yeah. one was like hilariously bad the best part of live by night was like it's so mass hole because he's dating uh what's her name from michelle monahan no the uh, the the cuban one uh Sol- oh. saldana zoe saldana and uh and the one of the bad guys was like hey hey tommy is is she a spick or a nigga and he's like she's both and then he like kills him <laughs> And you're like, oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> cool, man. Oh, yeah, that was the Prohibition era one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're like, you can see, like, in if you put yourself in the mind of a mass hole, you can see, like, oh, yeah, he totally made it right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's both. Uh, yeah. But so if you're Casey Affleck, and I don't know why I'm putting myself in the shoes of the abuser because I feel like I shouldn't, but it's problematic. It feels problematic. It is. It's a safe space. But if you're that guy, it's so the like internet. the human in me says, you know, you apologize, you make it right, you, you know, tr- you, you have like a genuine introspection. Hell no. Uh, deny, but, deny, <laughs> deny. Right. But then there's counter accuse, blame shift. But then, yeah. But if Trumpet. you if you look at who gets away <laughs> with shit like that. It's people who don't apologize ever, and then you just Donald Trump, and you're like, whatever, man, it was locker room. It was a locker room talk. We just, uh, I don't know. It was a locker room rape. Yeah. 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 I I was even thinking this is a different topic, but the whole thing with, I don't know if you saw the Uber CEO was like taped on dash cam arguing with with one of the drivers, and every article is like, it's the worst thing ever, and he apologized and was like, it's a bad reflection of who I am. I'm getting leadership help, and I was like, dude. You've learned nothing. <laughs> right. Double down. Yeah. All right. Just be like, you know what? I didn't make my points gracefully, but I that made was my- also That's like the- obviously than sexual By the way, assault. That you- was also the tenth example of him being a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Did you also notice that he said like, oh shit? I wish I could remember, but he wrote an email to the company about it, and it was like, it was like, uh, I'm. This incident has helped me understand that I need leadership help, and it's like, what the man like you just had an entire company-wide meeting about like completely unpunished sexual harassment and this is what like, <laughs> right. makes, oh i guess i need oh, leadership help. also yeah. there was like the thing where was it him or was it someone else at uber who was like publicly advocating doxing journalists who talked bad it was, about it, was, some, it was another exact it was a senior executive <clears throat> yeah so, uh, so, well, not, not, so it wasn't it wasn't just uh it it's misleading to say he publicly advocated. It was that he walked up to a journalist and said, you know what we should do? <laughs> yeah. We should just dig up dirt on you so that you don't write bad stuff about us. And, now and, and that'd be really to easy get hired by the white house. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, I, I don't know. The, Here, the let me, question let me, is, let me, let me okay. quote this. Sorry to say that I am ashamed is an extreme understatement. Mr. Kalanick wrote in the email, my job as your leader is to lead. And that starts with behaving in a way that makes us all proud. That is not what I did. And it cannot be explained away. I felt like the most embarrassing part of that was not his argument with the driver. It was his weird, like shimmying and like bouncing back and forth off those two <laughs> totally dumb chicks that he was hanging out with. I was like, this is embarrassing. He's like shimmying to Maroon 5. I'm like, fuck this guy. And then I was like, the argument wasn't as bad as that. The argument, I was like, ah, you know, it got a little testy, but he was clearly kind of drunk and it was not the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. The question is, if everybody is- says that about each like isolated incident of Uber and I'm right. like, yeah, that one 
one thing is not the worst thing in the world, but like take them all, like if you combine them all and realize that they're from the same company, you're like, yeah, this company sucks. And every time I hop in one of those cars, I ask like if if they drive for Lyft or Uber and why, and it's it's pretty much always like, yep, switched over to Lyft. They actually seem to at least attempt caring about their drivers. (laughs) I'm like, cool. So I drive, I ride Lyft. But the question is if it is better like online and publicly to just double down is it better do you get away with more if you just lie to yourself your whole life absolutely Mm -hmm. and that's and i think i think everybody's noticing this and we're just creating a bunch of monsters because i keep seeing this and it's like everybody who apologizes gets fucked yeah and everybody who just doubles down seems to face zero consequences i was shocked milo yiannopoulos apologized he should have doubled down that was so bizarre yeah he was like like, i'm not playing the victim but i was a victim and i'm like that's not you man go out on your guns i feel like the the minute we talk about him that's when he's one so i'm kind of like he's you know what whatever like do what you do i don't give a fuck about that guy so what about the strategy personally say you do something dumb what about trying to go behind closed doors, make peace with it yourself, really go through that moment so you learn from it as a person, but then go out and face the outside world guns ablaze and be like, fuck you, I'm the only one who <laughs> can atone for my sins. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know, you need to you need to have growth from these things, but apologizing in public seems like blood in the water. You pull your dick out in front of the mirror and you're yeah. like, you, you yeah, tell yourself you're a rock star. You're like, yeah. you're a fucking big bright shining rock star. star. dude. It's my big dick. Is that relatable for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Laramie. Laramie? This is Laramie. Oh, yeah. Hey. What? Hello? (laughs) What was that? Do we finally have a female on the show? (laughs) Hello? Hey. Who's on this line? Be cool. You guys, oh. So, Laramie, the infamous screw up. Yeah. I feel like you really broke it down for the morning. I show. did, like a Zapruder film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I know what happened, man. I feel bad that the, they got fired for that because... They didn't get fired. They got fired from the Oscars. I mean, it makes sense that they got fired because they fucked up pretty badly. Who but, PWC did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, no, the, no, no, the no, no, people. just the accountants. Oh, okay. yeah. It's only going to define the rest of their life. No big deal. I heard so, one of those was a partner. I don't know if that's true. Both were partners. Oh. What? Was that Price and Waterhouse? They, it's just <laughs> Cooper. Laramie, <laughs> break down what happened for everybody. Wait, so, hold on. Did they get fired from the firm or just from Oscar duty? Uh, just Oscar duty. Okay. They won't oh, be back. Those two. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Laramie, break this. Tell it. Explain to everybody. It's very easy. You know yeah. how in that movie with Tom Hanks, The Green Mile, that guy who's the murderer kills them with their love by taking them out to the field or whatever as sisters? Yeah. yeah. Similar. Their process is what got them by having two envelopes so that whoever entered from either wing would certainly have an envelope because you can't cross, right? Uh-huh. They had that second envelope. The second envelope. Emma Stone takes hers. She goes raw. She goes to the room to give press. Dude's tweeting and looking on his phone. He has two envelopes in his hand. He hands the wrong one to Mr. Warren Beatty. The rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. He was tweeting that at was, that time? That was a... Uh, um, people... Sorry, Shit, go ahead. what was his name? Oh! Uh, there was... Um, fuck. What was Kevin Costner's name in JFK? Ooh. Mm. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, oh, this is going to kill me. But that was like Zapruder film-esque, uh, the way you, you described it. it was, thank um, you. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, but yeah, so 
basically the fix to this because you do want to have two envelopes i think you don't want to have no envelope Jim right? garrison that was garrison yes yes i think what you do is once emma stone's reading her thing you destroy that duplicate of envelope right back into the right yeah back you do into the right also everybody was given um warren Beatty some grief like he threw uh uh what's her fate done away under the bus but like it was kind of her fault like she was the one who said la la land he just held the envelope up and showed it to her well and see this is human nature because he looks at the thing and he goes this is not right right and you can see his hands shaking you kind of felt bad for him he starts backing up he's thinking fight or flight she takes it from him (laughs) and she sees what she wants to see which is the title of a movie which is on i mean it makes sense because she's like what the fuck are you doing yeah Yeah. well i was super confused it's kind of hard to i I felt like the easiest conclusion to draw was that warren Beatty somehow fucked up (laughs) right yeah i totally agree plus he's looking he's showing his age so you're like exactly this is why you don't put old people up there they can't (laughs) they get rattled (laughs) the other thing is why don't you just have a prompter right right well because because they have it's it's all super secret like the prompter guy can't know who won and they actually proved it was super secret because you notice how smoothly they went into the la la land this is their seventh oscar like they clearly have a script for each one and when it wins they pull it up yeah so they weren't like wait uh la la wait what you know yeah. So, so I felt like they do have good security measures. Personally, I'm glad that Moonlight won. Agreed. It's a better movie. I think it's not a better movie, but I'm glad it won because I don't want to hear everybody's <laughs> shitty take on why La La Land's not that good. Because I'm like, I think it's great. Um, oh, yeah. I think Moonlight's also great, but like, I don't need to hear everybody. Like one scene where he sings to her. <laughs> I love that but he sings about how they're how it's not working out. That's the, the greatest jazz part. part. That's the jazz. Oh, the jazz. jazz. Yeah. You see, the, the thing about jazz is like it has structure, but it also like you can like riff. Hey, you know do you I mean? remember like, those like pre-internet rumors that like everyone knew about? Like you know the Richard Gere gerbil. Yeah, the, yeah. You know Zach yeah. Morris got his head cut off in a car accident. <laughs> That one was popular. There was uh, Zach Morris was decapitated in car accident, and then Jenny McCarthy has AIDS. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like that was a popular one? I don't remember. I feel that, like the great. deepest deep cut one was like so. <laughs> it's about Warren Beatty, so this, that's how it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, you know how like when you're <laughs> if you're young enough and someone's popular enough, you don't really question them, like, right? You know, you're just kind of this credulous idiot, and so. Uh, like the deep cut in my mind of like the the rumors everyone understands is like, hey man, like did you know that like when Warren Beatty fucks chicks, he sticks his finger up his ass, <laughs> <laughs> but like he comes really hard. Like no one comes harder than Warren Beatty. Yeah. And like, and like you think about how ridiculous that is on the face, but when you're like twelve, you're like, whoa, really? <laughs> He does seem well, like a hard cover. Scott said it. It must be true. So no one says, like, how did this information get to us? Right, so right. Because no, oh. Yeah, because Scott said it. Yeah. Huh. Scott knows what's up. Yes. I would wear that t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no one comes harder than Warren Beatty. Yeah. But yeah, instead of world's greatest grandpa, it just says, like, world's hardest comer. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pioneer of the reach around. Yep. I don't. I never heard of the Zach Morris one, but I plan on giving that a very thorough Google after this podcast. Yeah, decapitated in a car accident. So is it true or not? Uh, turns out, <laughs> I'm going to be your own personal Snopes right now. False. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although the jury's still out on whether the Mr. Belvedere guy actually sat on mm-hmm. his balls. Yeah. And they had to stop filming. Mr. Belvedere is like the 80s version of La La Land. Who cares? <laughs> okay. okay. Jazzy. Okay. Jazzy. Okay. Yeah. 
You love Lolland so much. It's so cute. Well, oh. I think, well, because it's the same thing as girls where people are like, oh, it's so, it, like, they think that it's the thing that it's making fun of. Like, girls is directly making fun of the thing that everybody hates about it. And I'm like, it's, it's, a, you're, it's satirizing the exact thing that you're You think Lolland's satire? I, I yes. felt like girls started that way and then kind of just became it. And I, it, I got bored of it. Have you watched this season? No. It's pretty good. I stopped watching the second it's pre- it's season. It's pretty good. Second season was the weakest season mm. by far. I stopped watching. I thought the first season was great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, I watched a show called Women. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is starring, there, is there anyone, starring Judy Dench. Is there anyone Adam. that the right hates more than Lena Dunham? Nope. No. It's, she's a lightning rod. No. The it's best is intense. like, oh, they think she's literally a child rapist and there's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. And I'm like, I read the book. She's talking about putting rocks in her vagina when she's fucking seven. Yeah. I don't think that qualifies as, as a pedophilia child. Yeah, or like, child oh, she's rapist. bragging about rapers. She's the She's the peak of the culture. Yeah. That's the party of the left. I am surprised that that Milo guy did gain prominence at all, though. What? The Milo guy. What like I'm surprised the right liked ta- him. We're not Milo. talking about this. Milo. What about him? That they liked him at all? They ever liked oh, him? Oh yeah, me. I don't know, man. Who fucking cares? It's so easy to do that. Like watching Tucker Carlson's clips from this week. But who like, are the people that liked him? That's what you have to ask. Yeah, I see what you're saying about Tucker Carlson or Milo. Both. <laughs> yeah, I mean Milo, I can kind of see more than Tucker Carlson because like. Tucker Carlson's not even good at being a demagogue. He's like a fumbling, like whining pussy. I don't under, even. I don't even get it. I think that He's, there's he, probably two million people watching him. That seems like it's a hundred million. Right. I think that's the problem. Yeah, I think the reason they liked Milo is because he had that one. Like because he was gay, he felt like he could say everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I was a black woman that said, "Oh, black women are lazy," and I was on the right, right. Yeah. then they'd be like, "See, are you talking? You. Are you talking about the clueless chick? What's her name? Uh, Stacy Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacy Dash. Oh, you're basically talking about Stacy. Basically, Dash. yeah, yeah. The dead chick from Clueless. No. no. Okay. Stacy no. Dash. You remember the She's dead like chick? The one black woman in Clueless. There's oh, no I didn't know she was still like around doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah she's, she's crazy on, conservative. She's on The View or something. I don't know. I just assume everybody. She's that's... like a Fox News commentator. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and now for the black perspective, Stacy Dash. Yeah. She's like, they don't need to pull their pants up and get off the welfare. <laughs> <laughs> my, my reference point exactly for people point was, who, yeah, went, no, who went loony is that SNL chick. Right. That one always blows my mind. Oh, yeah, Victoria Jackson. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, to be a, a right-wing commentator, the, the bar is lower for everything. Like, you don't have to be that. <laughs> Articulate. So, you can be like, you can just look like a human being, and everybody, and suddenly you're a six sex symbol. Like, can I tell you what career. I've done? I mean, Gretchen Carlson, all the right ones, like, oh man, <laughs> she's so bad. hot. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? She looks like the secretary at your at your office that, or the HR lady that's real mean to you. I sat next to Ann Coulter on a plane. Did she looked, how did she, she looks, smell? She looks busted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's fine. Uh, she was wearing a University of Miami hat because I think she went there. We were going to Miami, so it makes was like, sense. She was on brand. Um, she definitely I have stopped the floor. watching all news in the last couple weeks. Cable news gives you brain poisoning. I've no, no. It. I mean like CNN, all of it. Yeah. I've just gone through That still counts as cable yeah, news. that counts as cable news. <laughs> Damn it. That's like, no, I get that. Hold on. I get, I get that over the air. Cable news is. I get that over the air. 
Yeah, <laughs> I just try to read it, or some, there's some podcasts I'll listen to. No, I don't read it either. Oh, well, that's good. You just focus on yourself, man. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm working on me. Me- Meditate, make a you green You have to understand, like, I used to sun. read the news five to ten times a day. Like, every site, every side of it, every yeah, angle. I do that right now. Oh, yeah. And that's I stopped doing that. Because it makes me too sad. I stopped watching uh, the uh, the old, uh, whatever the fuck. That wasn't the State of the Union. What was that that Trump did? It was what? a joint session of Congress? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, in my reading, I, I guess that he's too early for them to feel like he can give a proper State of the Union. So it was, for all intents and purposes, a State of the Union, but it's not. It's just so dumb. Like, he says three words, and then they stand up, and he yeah. says three and more words. And this they... amazing victory. Oh, God. That, they're like, he was, he was actually very presidential, and so... Everybody's excited. The stock yeah. market's going crazy. I'm like, it's because he set the bar so low <laughs> right. that he said a bunch of things that I didn't agree with. But because he said them like an adult, I was impressed. I was like, this was actually yeah, pretty good for him. He didn't <laughs> you know what uh, He read a prompter. What's annoying about the owning all he fucking feet. stinks. 100%. <laughs> you know, he eats his steak well done to the tits with covered ketchup. in ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so I did see an image of this, and if you own the Senate and the uh, Congress, the problem is that both people behind you are on your side. Whereas you remember when like the Republicans had the Senate, there'd always be one person behind Obama that was kind of like sneering. Uh-huh. I just like that visual of like the one clapping yeah. and the one just like this is horrible. that's yeah. like but yeah, just uh, it's like everybody's like yay. I hate that. Yeah, conspicuously crossing their arms when he's yeah, standing like, in the plaza. Or I'll clap, but I'm clearly not clapping. Well, I, love Paul, I love Paul Ryan smiling and clapping when Trump's talking about boosting infrastructure. And I'm like, you hate that. <laughs> you hate that. I know you hate that, you little fuck. But imagine that that's your job. You have to be on TV for an hour and a half tonight in primetime ratings. Mm-hmm. And all you can do is think about what you're doing with your stupid fucking face. That's my nightmare. It's <laughs> yeah. that the worst job in the world. I couldn't stop. You would roll your eyes at least eight times, right? I, like, I couldn't yeah. stop looking at him because Paul Ryan, he, he looks like he know he at least looks like he knows he sold out. Whereas um, Mike Pence, he, he looks like a gray-haired Lego man. Like he looks like the standard Lego man with like a gray cap on. And then, and then if you look at him, like his entire face is smooth except for this like Lone Ranger mask of wrinkles like around his eyes. So he's got this squinty, like completely expressionless face, and just like. <clears throat> Like the weird smile that when he tries to smile, it is like the smuggest look that a human being has ever worn. (laughs) He looks like someone who would be like at the Salem witch trials and just being like, that seems good. (laughs) Just one of those persons where you're like trying desperately to make him feel something and like someone's getting burned at the stake and he's like, oh, that seems good. It's tradition. It's the way we've always done things. But but he's like a good person about it. You know, he's like, I'm a family man. I bring the kids to see it. They need to know what life's about. You got to burn away some time. Ultimate good German, like he just yeah, fucking yeah. stands there. He's the guy who stands there with a smug look on his face while the worst shit in the world is going down around him. Yeah. And he's just like, "Well, I'm not gonna get in that. I'm not. I'm not getting in there. That's somebody else's problem. I'm a robot." Oh, I hope this one sinks. I hope she sinks. Oh. <laughs> Did you see where uh, someone went to like a dinner party with him and allegedly he calls his wife mother? 
Oh, which is like no. when when that you read that, right. as soon as you read it, you're like, yes, <laughs> no, totally. That's not like possible. I, I knew that on a level that I hadn't acknowledged yet, <laughs> and so instead of learning a new fact, I just surfaced something that I knew in the core of my being. <laughs> I just imagine him sleeping in those twin, those like double beds that are like three feet apart. Yeah, and then and then and then when they're fucking, they only do it missionary, and he's like he's he flagellating his, himself. He sticks his holes, his dick through the hole in the PJs pants. <laughs> Weirdly, has his finger up his ass. <laughs> He's a, he heard that one yeah. story. That one baby. Yeah. Child. He, yeah. he, he reminds me of uh, of Michael Shannon in Boardwalk Empire, but like without the fiery passion, but like kind of before, yeah. where he's like feeling real bad about the sex, and he's just like flagellating himself the whole time. Right, which is like one range of emotions that Michael Shannon, it's like one set of emotions uh-huh. that he can do, so it's very relatable. <laughs> no, right? yeah. but it's like you just have to erase the whole part where he gets like the crazy eyes and he's like, Rawr! yeah, all these sins. Like he doesn't possess any of that. Mm. It's just kind of like the, yes, dear, I <laughs> did not sell any irons today, but yeah. <laughs> I would pay $500 to see Michael Shannon for an hour and a half behind Trump. <laughs> right. I mean, with the clapping and the faces, like, what would that look like? Do you think Michael Shannon smells? Uh, I'd love to put either way. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to put Winona Ryder behind Trump. That's like a, that, <laughs> that to me is like a uh, like when you do the Magic Eight Ball, and it's like, um, what's the unsure response? I forget. It's like cl- cloudy or like uh, uh, ask again later. I think yeah. Michael Shannon actually smells like, like the say? void of smell. Mm-hmm. Right, like neither positive nor negative. <laughs> my favorite. This is my favorite Re- Michael Shannon reply story. Hazy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Michael Shannon wore a pin. Here, this is from New York Magazine. Michael Shannon was wearing a pin on his lapel that said "No." Just a quote, a quote a two, capitalized and with an exclamation point. Surely some liberal cause alongside all those ACLU ribbons. What does it mean? It's just no, Shannon said. No, no to everything. Yeah, just no. <laughs> <laughs> it is a take. Yeah, I love that guy. I mean, it's a viewpoint. That's good. I love that. I'm done to... talking about this. Yeah, fuck off. No. no, no, it's just no. Reply hazy. Try again. That was it. There you go. Were you allowed to wear like the blue ribbons on stage? Because I noticed the people who had them didn't have them when they like did speeches and stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they like believed in the cause, but they were also like, "Oh, but this is gonna be like my forever what's clip." The, what's the blue ribbon? <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, wear a ribbon. Yeah, yeah. There was a blue ACL. Gonna run for president with the biggest fucking flag pin, just like over my whole body. <laughs> just, just a flag pinned yeah. on. <laughs> I love America so much. I mean, that's pretty close to what Trump actually did. They're getting bigger though. The flag pins. Have you noticed? Like back oh. in the day, like G. W. Bush won. It's pretty little. There's no way. I mean, there's nowhere to go but bigger. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard? Have you heard the Josh Gad news? No. He's gonna play the first openly gay character in a Disney movie. Ah. Because, you know what this culture needs to move it forward? Tell me, Josh Gad. He's the guy. He's it's time. He's the guy. I mean, if someone is, there's no one that annoys me more than Josh Gad. 
Why oh, the fuck oh. is he? He's always somewhere. He's always inserting himself into things. Oh. I saw him as like the keynote speaker at some event, and I was like looking over the list, and I was like, "What?" He's always <laughs> everywhere. He was in like the the Daily Show um, when they were running down all the correspondence, and they were doing like a big tribute when John Stewart was, was leaving. And I was like, "Why the fuck is I, yeah, Josh Gad here?" I was like, "Oh, maybe I didn't watch that period of the Daily Show." He's always somewhere, and you're like, "Why the fuck is Josh Gad here?" And someone's always like, "Oh, he's good in Book of Mormon, though." Yeah, like, he was. I haven't, I haven't seen that, so I don't know. I've only seen him be terrible in everything and be obnoxious. If you ever saw him, would you be like, "Hey, Josh Gad, fly"? Hey, hey, tone it down with your Josh Gadness, man. If we had Josh Gad on this podcast, it'd be the greatest. <laughs> Why is Josh Gad here? Moment ever. Why are you here, Josh Gad? You have get to on explain it. Maybe he has a really sick agent. He must. Is yeah. he British? He kind of looks British. No, he's not. Oh. I think he's probably, Josh is he gay? No. Huh. Danny McBride seems very his range. Not enough gay actors. They no. couldn't. <laughs> he had to insert himself into another yeah. thing. That's why. Another man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, Do you know anything more about that story? Like the character, the is animated? It's, he's in Beauty and the Beast, the live action Beauty and the Beast with Emma Stone, who's also annoying. So, wait. Which character is gay? Yeah. It's the teacup gay. <laughs> the Beast. Do I have to look this up now? God damn it. Beauty in the bottom. <laughs> As it turns out. Beauty in the bear. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to look it up now because you guys made me. You brought it up. My I have a question. It's an exclusively gay moment in a Disney movie. I just realized we can call Mike Pence a motherfucker and it's like backed up by a story. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's true. In the live action retelling starring Emma Watson and Dan Stephen, Gad plays LeFou, the comical sidekick to antagonist Gaston. Ooh. Thanks to a subplot alteration, LeFou will be Disney's first ever LGBTQ character. What? Which is funny because like, like Disney's like Disney characters have been gay icons for like 20 years. Yeah, so but he's going to like... Josh Gad jumps in and he's like, I'm going to soak up all this. Like the character's just going to say, hey, by the way, I'm gay. <laughs> Like, how is it like he's just gonna be over there porking somebody? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna be singing a, a song, and get, Josh Gad just gonna be in the background, butt fucking. Yeah, all these all these slender male characters that spontaneously burst out into song and dance. Yeah. None of them I love man <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. I, feel I have like... a question though for the group. A okay. real quick one. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen that that Louis Gucci thing? Gucci Louis. No, what is that? It is the worst thing I've ever seen. You should go see it. It's, uh, let me find it. It's by that 14-year-old white rapper. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, Brendan, you haven't seen this yet? No. Bryson I Morris? got off Twitter. But Brendan has not seen the uh, Jason Whitlock JFK, uh, JFK take. <laughs> what is it? I don't it? know that I know that one either. Um, hold on. I'm looking for the original one. What was his take? Uh, hold on. Oh, Bryson Morris is the worst thing ever. Everyone should look for it. His anyway. take was that that uh, Trump is is JFK. Trump is the unpolished JFK. JFK because, because he's a threat to the establishment. Just like what JFK are we doing was. with our lives? <laughs> he could not do more acrobatics to have that take. Uh, here, oh wait, hold on. Yeah, Trump is an unpolished JFK. Kennedys were a threat to the establishment. The history is so obvious. These guys, they play college football, and I think they know everything. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, where do you even where do you even get 
Uh, why? If why? He's, yeah, I if like, he's the uh, unpolished you... JFK, then polish is very magical shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can really change I mean, you. that's funny because JFK is basically all polish. Like, that's... What, yeah. the, that's his entire persona is like mm-hmm. polish. So if you're I looking for it's like Urkel president, it's Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, he's like Michael Jordan if he couldn't play basketball. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's just a fucking asshole that bets on things. He's making <laughs> one point. He's a threat to the establishment. That's fair. You can say that. I'm not sure that it's 100 yeah, percent true. No, you, it's not true at all yeah. anymore. It might have been true like before he was in office and right. he appointed like every Goldman Sachs guy to like uh, regulate the yeah. financial market, but. Yeah, he's really he pissing off some... the business lobby, which yeah. is why the S and P five hundred is up by a quarter. All low. fucking hedge fund people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he if he would actually have done the things that he said, he might have been a threat to the establishment. I tell you what, I am fucking regretting though is that bad ombre tattoo I got yeah, like yeah. six years ago. That thing is marking me for death now. That sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I like when people put political memes that are gonna that you know are gonna last for like 48 hours and they're like dude i got a tattooed on my forehead <laughs> she, hashtag she persisted yeah <laughs> it's like man come on you know you know the shelf life on that is less than 48 hours hashtag guy from the what's his name from the debate rick bowl todd bowl uh bone ken bone, ken bone. There you go. he was at cpac i heard Chilling. oh was he Sounds what like, yeah I felt bad for Ken Bone. I felt even worse for Gary from Chicago. Oh. I so so I'm a fan of the bus people bit. I thought that was great. The bus people bit. Yeah, where Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought the people the from the Hollywood like... tour bus on stage. I thought that was brilliant because like the whole thing that everyone agrees upon is that you know people at the Oscars are a little bit out of touch. They're a little bit. They're a little bit smelling their own farts with a bunch of other millionaires. Smelling how everyone smells. The best thing that you could possibly do is to put Make like regular weirdos in the same room with them and see how they react. Like that was, I thought that was genius. I liked it. It is a little strange to see it happen, though. Like, yeah, the general public, yeah, be with the stars. Fuck yeah, it is. But like, what? The fact that nothing strange happens at the Oscars usually is what makes it really boring. I thought Kimmel was really good throughout, actually. I did too. Except the last two minutes, which he shouldn't. He tried so hard to like make it right. It was no, awesome. but I, dude, he was. He came up with the Steve Harvey yeah, that was reference great. right away before anyone on Twitter could think they were super smart by coming up with yeah. it. I mean, how is that hard? It's not, but like he, he still did. He, he got it's it right a there. Big moment, like with the mic. In you his guys hand. are such comedian apologists. That's right. Jesus. My lobby. I mean, how did you feel about him uh, making fun of the Asian lady's name? I like it. Okay. The only thing I didn't like... The only thing I didn't like was that he made three jokes in his opening monologue about, but nobody saw that movie, but nobody saw that. And it's like, dude fucking who cares i mean that was true for 20th century or not for uh captain fantastic he said that he said about yeah. moonlight and he said about something else i think well the moonlight was, was an excuse for a happy ending joke which oh, was that yeah. was, which was solid that was sol- yeah, solidly that's structured that's fair yeah either way no I, I thought he did a good job uh did you see steve harvey tweeted the next morning he's like hey just woke up y'all what happened <laughs> <laughs> it was great Need to get in here. Yeah. Steve Harvey got off easy on that one because, like, that wasn't Warren Beatty's fault, but the Steve Harvey thing was 100% Steve Harvey's fault. Like, he did. And they did the. They went to the Philippines because I actually, like, was switching through channels and the next whatever freaking thing he got wrong was in the Philippines, which is he got it wrong for, and they all, like, gave him a standing out. 
<laughs> yeah. For like being an idiot, basically. And that was also way worse because it's two two like obscure beauty queens that both desperately want to win. So <laughs> that is true. So yeah. one of them, if like if you steal one of their moment, it's really bad. And then if you take away the crown from one of them, it's terrible. Whereas the Moonlight La La Land thing matter. Was like, that was the best thing that could have happened because you oh, yeah. got. You kind of get the best of both worlds. Like, no one's no, the, fighting. They're both, like, congratulating yeah. each other. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're both good. Who cares? Yeah, and you made the it great. Actual, the actual large mistake was the dead person's picture that was wrong because they would <laughs> right. not redo that, right? Like, she's still dead. She's never going to get a real picture up there. And the live person. <laughs> oh, no. we does, didn't have that in the Oscars drinking contest. Yeah. Who was the dead person? It was an Australian. It was a costume designer or something. Yeah. Oh. It, like, they confused. They were both named Jane, and they were both Australian. And one was a costume designer, and one was, like, a producer. And one of them was dead, and one of them wasn't. And then they they put the non dead ones. The picture old John Lovitz. <laughs> I love that bit. That was uh, great. That was a great like running gag. What yeah. Was, what was that? The what spent was it forty years of SNL? Yeah. yeah R. Like R. Like the, John the, Lovitz. The forty year special. There was like a running joke about John Lovitz being dead, <laughs> and then they actually did an in memoriam that was real. That actually had you know like Gilda Radner and Charles Rocket and Chris Farley, and then John, John Lovitz Lovitz. at the end. And then they cut to him looking very bewildered in the audience. It was, it was classic. That dude is amazing. Hey, <laughs> Gerald Ford was torn apart by wolves today. <laughs> That was Dana Carvey. Yeah, I know. But that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah. That's the ultimate. Nice. I mean, I feel like that's the landmark um, coming up, writing obits before someone's dead bit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Gerald Ford, eaten by But Yeah, Come so on. all Australian Janets are the same, evidently. And that person had to release a statement saying they weren't dead, which stops <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dead I'm not dead. <laughs> not dead. <laughs> and Just they knew each head. other, even worse. And she's like, and my poor friend who is dead is is it going to get a picture? Of? Turns out they all know each other. Yeah, all you know those, that the, like Australian Janes. Yeah, and Oscar Central are like, look, it's an Australian Jane. Throw it in. Move on. Yeah, how many Janes are there in Australia? Got to be like, like less than five. I actually know an Australian. Do you want to set too. up a meeting? <laughs> Do you want to set up a meeting? Do it. Where did that Do you go? know them? Where did that Do you want to set up a meeting? Trump. I mean, I know what you're talking. I know the reference. Oh, like all the Australians named Jane know each other. <laughs> all right. The Australian Why don't you Jane set up caucus? a meeting with all the Australian Janes that know each other? <laughs> very, very serious. Mm. Mm. Going to evaluate that mm-hmm. deeply. Mm-hmm. Laramie, did you do any other Oscars interviews besides the uh, the one morning show one? Mm-mm. Okay. You're getting exclusive content here. That's good. I did two uh, radio interviews. Nice. I don't know if you know about radio interviews. I do. I've been on the radio quite a bit there. We know uh, he knows about morning show interviews. I've done radio. Oh, okay. Yeah. They morning... call them spots, though, I think, Vince. Spots, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I wish I was big enough to get the TV spot. Apparently, I'm not. I'm small so potatoes. Wh- were you on, like, Rick and the Dude 107.8 or something? I was on one in Boston and one in Chicago, and... Look, if either of those people are listening, thanks for having me on. But I feel like radio interviews—they <laughs> always do the same thing where they're like getting you—they're getting you pumped up and you're ready to go, and then you get on, and like radio morning hosts are so terrified of dead air that they're like—they're yeah. so—they're super keyed up. They're like—they're yeah. like us where they're talking over each other, yeah. and they yeah. get you on. And and you and they ask you like one yes or no question and then like anyway that was Vince Mancini from Film Drug. Uh, thanks for coming on and you're like all right cool I'm glad that I could be here I don't know what, what I did like you get like one 
question. Yeah. Hey, we're joined by funny man Vince Mancini from FilmDrunk.com. Hey, yeah. Vince, tell us who's going to be the Michael Shannon presenter this year. Yeah. No. They, they asked me, <laughs> okay, like, moving on. They're like, do you think that uh, – they asked me whether I thought Moonlight won partly because of political correctness. And uh, I would uh-huh. never want that in a – I would never want myself quoted as saying that in a headline. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I I do think yeah, it's that, true. I think there's 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 some truth to that because I myself liked La La Land better, but was happy when Moonlight won right. because of just to avoid that, just to, just to avoid having to hear people complain about La La Land winning. The same force that might make the answer yes prevents you from saying it. Yeah. yeah. So what did you say? I think I said what I just said, where I was like, oh, I mean... Geez, one they cut you off. That's yeah, not radio. I know, I know. It's not. <laughs> what Everything's too sad. Fuck you, yeah. yeah, they don't have any time for that. <laughs> they I, gotta, I, don't even know that it's, I don't even know that it's political correctness. It's more just like I don't want to I don't want to hear that amount of of negativity towards a movie I really like. Okay, bitch, we got to get to the drive time now in Boston. <laughs> hey, gonna... Was that the... Because I, I heard you in the morning. I was like... Yeah, get, getting in the shower. Yeah, and, that was the uh, it was the morning after the Oscars, and I heard you say in your room, you were like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm glad things. I think it was the best possible way for it to end because if it ended the reverse way, oh, it would terrible. be a complete disaster." Yeah. Uh, and that's true. I haven't seen either movie, so I don't. But yeah. I will see both. But it's funny that, but... that when you say like, if it was the reverse, it'd be terrible. Everybody who's uh, like super right wing is like, oh, see, right. that's evidence that uh, uh, it's fucking reverse racism right there. And you're like, no, not really. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just things are kind of weird. Yeah, like the the plucky <laughs> the plucky underdog actually winning while the favorite um, has to sit down. The favorite that just won like two awards has yeah. to sit down. Like that's fine. Whereas if it right. was the reverse. Or the plucky underdog finally won something, and then they had to sit down in favor of the one you thought was going to win all along. That'd be like if, uh, I don't know. I was going to say Apollo Creed and Rocky, but I think Apollo Creed won in the first movie, actually. Yes. So, something like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good point, and there's layers to it. it beyond, it, people just want to look at race, there's that. But like you said, there's also the way the movies were made and who the favorite was going in. So yeah. there's there's a lot of things that add up, too. You know what hot take is coming? What? Is that Casey Affleck had a sex thing, and he still won an Oscar, whereas Nate Parker... Oh, that, I've already thing. read that. Yeah, take. that's that's got to be yeah, out there. That's out there. I already read that. And article. it's not entirely wrong. It's not because it and well, and this article did a good job of pointing out. So again, there's layers to this. So one layer is there's the racial component, but the other layer is Nate Parker was involved in a, the rape of a person, which and, he was acquitted for. Right. Yeah. And Casey Affleck was supposedly involved in a sexual misconduct. Right. Which is definitely what is that? Yeah. What is that? It's a two-minute penalty in the box. <laughs> and as for the actual, what did he do? Did he grind his boner into like? Did he <laughs> what is happening? Casey Affleck? Yeah, was it like some back grinding I action? I don't think that. Did they allege? I don't remember that they alleged actual. Boner oh, I heard grinding. you say he rubbed up in his underwear. Did he grind? No, he climbed into bed in his oh, underwear. Into bed in I don't underwear. think. I don't know yeah. if there were. If and he was. He was apparently frequently like sexual and would would say things like to the cameraman he'd be like hey show this girl your dick yeah and like, <laughs> things like that that are you know not not that cool <laughs> no definitely not that cool party uh, foul no. Yeah. Yeah, not cool man yeah. <laughs> like to really grind my dick on that one and both of those movies kind of sucked is the thing 
uh, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, not a good movie. Manchester by the Sea, also not a good movie. Yeah. Larry, did you like that one? Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. I couldn't watch it. Oh, you did? Did you did you not watch it? Or you, I you, tried. Oh yeah. I mean, I get it. I just <laughs> I I get man, it. You're way to be a company man there, Laramie. There's a lot of, there's <laughs> a lot of movies about people with dead kids this year, and I don't know what the moral <laughs> of those stories is. The like, metaphor. Oh, parents love their kids. Okay, cool. That's super profound, and they're super sad when they die. I didn't know that, but thank you. Finally, some movies that get to the heart of the matter. I'm so fucking awkward. Oh, <laughs> I'm putting this whole child death in my rear view. <laughs> I can't get over this one, Tommy. I'm a fucking janitor. I'm Quincy. A, I'm a fucking janitor, Tommy. What am I doing with my life? You think you're better than people. <laughs> you think you're better than people that can't get over the death of their son. <laughs> Where'd you park the car, Bobo? <laughs> I parked the car next to Harvard Yard. I don't think it was right that I don't think Michelle Williams would have apologized to him. Don't step on my impressions, Laramie. What was the movie the Christian Christian Oh the Fighter. The Fighter, yeah. Yeah, the Fighter. Where'd you park the car, Bobo? Yeah. No, what I was doing was a Boston accent. So as a as a guy No, I studied Head body, head body, head body, head body, head body. Exploitation movies. <laughs> I I studied because this isn't how I really talk. When I'm using my real accent, I'm from England, but <laughs> I don't know how to talk like that right now. Uh, <laughs> As a guy who has right, long I think hair, it's getting better. I need yeah, to practice. Yeah, it was good to start <laughs> with. I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're self-criticizing. Yeah, yeah don't doubt yourself. As a Thanks, guy who guys. has long hair, I'm still blown away by the fact that he was too cool to like clean it up a little bit for his <laughs> best actor nomination. His is like scraggly. You have like uh, you have like early '90s alternative hair. I'll fucking take that. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Yeah, you look like you could be seven married three. Noseworthy. Who that is? He's just like a. He's like kind of a that guy. You've seen him in a lot of movies. <laughs> I get a lot of you look like this guy that I've never heard of. Yeah. Jack knows. Join the club, it. pal. I'll look. <laughs> <laughs> the most funniest uh, one is the SAGs, though, where they actually present an award called the actor. I mean, <laughs> you're getting an award for acting at the Screen Actors Guild Award, and it's called the actor. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Is it a mask? It's the, it's the drama mask, right? Yeah. Nice. The actor goes to this actor. Who is Jack Noseworthy, by the way? I feel like he's been in uh, a lot of just... He's been like sort of a big he guy in, in a lot of random movies, uh, but you've seen him. His most visible movie roles were in Event Horizon, okay. U571, oh, yeah. yep. Barbed Wire, and Killing Kennedy. Tight. Mm. Um, Laramie, we got a question from the emails. Hmm. Dear Mr. Vince, can you please invite Laramie Legal to the next fraught? I'm sure you noticed this, but he did the local news on Monday. Uh. Sadly, I work in local news. I'm trying to get out, though. But from what I've heard, they record the show Laramie is on in a closet, and the production crew has to make the noise of the audience. Uh, not true. <laughs> if you listen to the clip, it sounds like it's just two camera guys yelling, yay. Oh. That's not a question, really. So uh, do you deny? Do you not, do, can yeah, you there's a real you... audience there. Okay. There's it's a link. About, like, we get some... Some audio? 15 people or something. I mean, we can. It's just, it's like an eight minute clip is the uh, only problem. Got it. All right. I got to roll to a show. All right. Thank you. Oh, hey, me. look at me. Hey, 
these guys going on stage? I got shows and stuff to go to. Yeah. I work. Yeah. Well, I've worked too, motherfucker. How many minutes you doing? Uh, probably ten to fifteen. You got a good ten? Hot ten, fire ten. <laughs> C- come, you call into one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have fun, fellas. Thank you. <clears throat> Goodbye. So, Laramie, not yeah. two people. It's a whole studio audience. I mean, it's it's only like fifteen people. Okay. Yeah. The, the best part of this one was uh, before my segment, they did the Oscar fashion segment oh, with all yes. the models. What? Yeah. Dressed like the other people from the movies. Or not from the event, the do, gala. Do all the Laramigos show up for that? <laughs> oh, nice. That, is, that would be my fan base. That's nice. All right. I like that. Shush for a second. We're, we're going to play some audio from you. And I think everybody has at this Spoiler point. Alert. Spoiler alert. Right, sure. um, it, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty come out yep. 50 years since Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. So cool. And they have the wrong card they and they do. announce La La Land. They do. And then everybody comes up <laughs> and says, and thank you. And th- you have your hands folded in your lap like a nice boy. You're like that? You yeah. can't move a lot. I usually, because when I first started, I was like all over the place, like my normal energy. And then you just have to stop doing that. You look that. like a bobblehead doll, Laramie. Thank you. And you have like a nice clean haircut, and then the anchor lady, she has your haircut from Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to my All mom three and my producers dad. producers got through their speech. Oh, my Lord. And later. then somebody has to say, oh, that was wrong. Yeah. Moonlight actually so, went. So tell me how this happened. It was a, a cacophony of errors that made this happen. So. A cacophony of errors, Laramie. That was you a, like did, that? You, did you come up with that beforehand? Were you like, I guess? Yeah, that was impromptu. Oh, nice. A lot of the bits I worked on, but that one was uh, ad hoc, as they say. Dude, you can just drop like nattering nabobs of negativism, like just like off the cuff, like no one even writing your, no one's even writing your lines. I had a bunch of other bits I didn't get to do, unfortunately. Oh yeah, what well, were? Did you have a list for them? No, I was like, what are other jobs ceremonially that you could have that are like way below your talent level? You know, like the accountants, right? Uh huh. So like, what's, is it like New Orleans parade cop? Is that like a ceremony <laughs> that you can't possibly mess up, right? And yet right. somehow they did. Um, um, Secret Service most of the time, probably. I think, really? I mean, because like, yeah, it's one of those things happen. where nothing happens 99.9% of the time, yeah. but, but you're there in you case it does. You gotta catch counterfeiters. Yeah, oh, that's true. Which that's is also also like weird the weird, thing. yeah, it's like the weird overlap of jurisdiction. Yeah. But it's like, like yeah, it's it's almost like if you looked at a map of jurisdictions, like the Secret Service would have the weirdest looking gerrymander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird. It's like we keep the president from getting killed, and we make sure that there's no counterfeit money. <laughs> right. so, okay. Bit, um, the other thing I had is a little bit darker, but like over under five years before that guy kills himself because that defines his life. Which one? Who? The accountant. Oh. You think you think he's he's feeling bad about this? I mean, he is a millionaire, but that does define his entire work career now. He should not feel bad about that. That was the Why? best. That's the best Oscar moment in like, uh, the last true. 15, 20 years. You're easily. saying he made the Oscars. Yes, absolutely. But he didn't mean to do it. You got to no. look at intent. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, was there a more memorable Oscars thing? If, that I, if I try and do a handstand and I fart my way into a gold medal, then I should be thrilled with trump as president yes that's the kind of thing that's that's clearly celebrated nowadays just locking your way into some shit yeah all right i'll buy it all right um couple emails or actually just one email i think it's a good one though it is 
Hey guys, your discussion of the parts of Braveheart that make you uncomfortable 20 years on made me think of the Michael Douglas movie Falling Down, which I rewatched recently. Mm, that's a good one. I've been through three distinct phases with it. As a young kid who just loved the revenge violence, as a teenager yeah. who understood that it was supposed to be about the failure of the American dream or something. Yeah. And now as a 30-year-old who's very aware that aware of the quote life is hard for a middle-class white man parts of the film. Despite all that, I think there's something sympathetic or tragic or both in Michael Douglas's character. Am I wrong? Does the film hold up? Um, and that's from Schnitzel Bob. Uh, I think, I think the key moment of falling down, which I also like, is when he goes into the gun shop and the gun guy starts pulling out all the Nazi shit, and Michael Douglas is like, "What? No, what are yeah, you we're talking not the about?" Same. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was a key moment of the film because it's I like I was thinking the exact same. He's thing. tapping into middle class white male anger, but then when the guy's like, "Yeah, fuck all the blacks," he's like, "No, no, 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 no." I was just <laughs> wait, saying, wait, like, wait. "I'm angry about the death of the American dream, not about like me having less power as a white man." Yeah. I, I, was, I think that's more nuanced than most of the shit we have now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Nice work, Vince. I was actually thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, because I feel like that sometimes where I'm like, man, this is bullshit. Like, dude, shit is fucked up. Like, there are, like, you've got you, fucking people crash the economy into a fucking, into the side of the mountain in 2008. And, like, not a single person did a fucking day of jail. And, in fact, right. they got millions in fucking golden parachutes. Who the fuck are these people? How did they not get? I've said this before, and I don't give a fuck if, if, it, if it's, like, threatening or people think it's wrong or whatever. Those people should have been fucking strung up in the public square like how did that not happen and i'm so fucking angry about that and then like there, yeah, but we're like, gonna roll back any regulation that happens. Yeah, too. And, then, and then you could you could lump that in with like, oh, it's like economic anxiety, and it's like you know, and I get so angry, and I'm on board with so much of that shit, and someone's like, yeah, and then the Jews, and then like, <laughs> no, no, that's not what the, you know, like I, I have felt like Michael Douglas in that gun shop so many times oh, yeah. where it's like you're you're with someone, and then the, the people just totally take it the wrong way. So yeah, I'm also kind of with Schnitzel Bob on this where the the what i think he initially stood for back in like 1991 or whatever mm-hmm. when that came out um was a, a real thing and then i think it's been a little bit perverted by people who uh have directed their ire at the wrong thing so right. so i get a little bit I, I worry about it getting lumped in with like angry white male uh you know yeah. genre but oh, and, i think it has like a lot to say and both sides do the separating thing because it's a total divide and conquer gambit where if if like a fed up white dude does that shit um it, it suddenly becomes like a white thing when it's not re- i think it's all part of the same thing it's like when you know during the primaries where hillary was was dissing Bernie with the with the classic uh, if we break up the big banks is that going to solve racism mm-hmm. and you're like that is the worst like that's like a perfect <laughs> bullshit political divide and conquer because it's all part of the same thing which is that there's uh, like it's all part of inequality and so when you're standing up and saying like all right this inequality shouldn't exist like that's not really like a race thing but both sides want to make it a race thing to sort of marginalize it and it makes it much easier to do that and uh and i and i whoa hold on bugsy bugsy's a hillary man apparently sorry continue i think that's all i have to say that's all i have to say about that but i think yeah i think uh falling down did a good job of being like oh no um we don't want you on our side 
I would I would classify that in like the uh, gaming and or atheist like like group on the internet where you're like, oh hey hey I, I'm into, <laughs> I'm into some of these things too, and then you yeah. like you get a couple discussions deep, and you're like, whoa okay yeah. I'm I'm out <laughs> Homer disappearing into the hedge yeah exactly yeah in a way though we have to thank falling down for 24 hour breakfast at McDonald's it took a long time but mm. it did God it's so good it's so good now to have 24 hour breakfast we forget about that as like one of the the best technological advancements that we've had in the 21st century have you heard the statement the customer's always right (laughs) that's the movie where he does the thing about the hot dogs having packs of eight and the and the buns being in packs of ten yeah i think you're right yeah really no wasn't it no (laughs) i remember that from father of the bride I couldn't remember. I know it was a pissed off white guy who can't. It's a mad at the stand up bit from somewhere. No, there's a movie where it's in there. It's, it feels like a Bill Murray. I'm not saying it's the only movie, but it's definitely Father of the Bride. And Steve Martin goes on a rant in the grocery store yeah, and he talks about it. superfluous buns. They always <laughs> fuck you at the drive through. Yeah, yeah. They know you're going to be 20 minutes away. Yeah. You know who that is? Joe Pesky. Joe Pesky? By the way, you want to see a movie that does not hold up? Uh, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Daniel's son. Not great anymore. I mean, it's very cheesy, but I, I think it was like cheesy in a good way. I don't know. I've the seen, only seen thing, it fairly recently. The only thing I respect is that the Oscar goes to Marissa Tomei. That was the end of an era where like something mildly different could win an Oscar as opposed to being, you know, a runaway slave with leukemia or whatever. Right. To if Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Pretending. A ginger with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, Marissa Tomei. Pre-bravery Oscars. Marissa Tomei yeah, needs yeah. deserves like some sort of lifetime hotness achievement award. Is she still hot, dude? Yes. I you saw the wrestler. You hit. She was like forty something years old in that movie. You're right. When you're right, you're right. She she looked great, and she looked fantastic. I think she might have looked better in the wrestler than she did in my cousin Vinny. Built her speed. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna take it. As a uh, as an endorsement. Yep. Um, you didn't happen to see that Table 19, did you? No, I saw you reviewed that. I, I didn't even know what that was. So I feel like the last two movies I saw <laughs> were really bad studio comedies. And is there is there like any movie that makes you never want to see a movie again, like a bad studio comedy? Ooh. I don't think I've I've had the same desire to watch movies in general uh-huh. since yeah. Due Date. <laughs> right, it was, like, <laughs> that was like the most disheartening experience oh. of my life. It was like going to see that in the theaters. <laughs> Let me tell you, it felt so. It felt <laughs> like you remember there was like a whole South Park where there were like trailers and it was like so and so does so and so. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what that movie felt oh, like. Oh man, Due Date is like Lenny Bruce compared to uh, <laughs> compared to Table Nineteen, compared to Fist Fight, compared to like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just weird to me that you can make a comedy and it's not like there's no there's no sense of feeling at all. Like there's no there's no personality to it at all. Even with like 10 funny people in the cast and there's not there's not like one thing to hold on to in the story. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. Like say what you will about Judd Apatow. At least he's like 
At least he's at least putting some ethos. Like he, <laughs> I was waiting for that. I will take. I'll take the extra self. I will take the extra twenty minutes of self indulgence over just completely like impersonal, uh, random I, shitty improvs. I I rarely find time to like pull out a DVD and watch it. So so I don't see my favorite movies much anymore. But I caught the last forty five minutes of Big Lebowski on HBO. Yes. Over the weekend, and I was like, why? Why continue making movies? Yeah. This is it. But see, that's the thing about comedies is the best comedies are not really comedies. Yeah. Like the Big Lebowski is like the best comedy ever, but it's not like that would never get sold as a comedy. Like, oh, what? They're not even standing around yucking it up around a wedding table. They're not letting the camera run 10 seconds extra after the scene's over. Yeah. I mean, there's literally moments in Table 19 where it's like a sappy moment and then someone falls off a log because they needed a laugh moment. Kimmel going after uh, we bought a zoo was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, I actually never saw we bought a zoo. Was that good? Oh, dude, no, no. Spoiler alert: they buy a zoo. <laughs> yeah, not good. What's the Jessica Chastain one where she's a Nazi and they run in a zoo? What? <laughs> it's like she runs a zoo in Berlin during the Nazi times. Interstellar. <laughs> and I, I, I dubbed it "We bombed a zoo." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted that joke, didn't you? Yeah. Well, also, I, I don't like Jessica Chastain. The Why? Guy. I don't know anything about this movie, but I want to imagine that it's like played very seriously. Oh, it's and played like, super seriously. Oh, it's, like, it's everything that you think it is. Yes. It's everything. I love it so much. It's very like the, the day the clowns cried. Um, yeah. So you saw Jessica Chastain where she's reading the mean tweets at the Oscars. Yeah. Like... When you're reading mean tweets, it's it's like the uh, it's the ultimate humanizing moment because you're showing some self-deprecation, and she couldn't even get on board for like five seconds of reading mean tweets. Yeah, and that's all her roles. Every single role she's in, she's like, "I'm the I'm the super smart badass chick." And then... I just really like Zero Dark Thirty and Interstellar. I think I'm just picturing her. Zero Dark Thirty is garbage, and she's terrible. In I'm it. just picturing her putting gypsies in gorilla suits and really laughing hard to myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. The joke was uh... here. I come. <laughs> Pick up bananas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Frank becomes a chimpanzee. They've made an ape of me. And then, yeah, and then just like uncomfortable cliches. <laughs> this is a good gorilla. <laughs> we will take him out of the pen and we will take pictures with him. <laughs> he's got a riding crop. Oh, folded in his, I love in his, the riding his, crop. He's holding it in his hands behind his back. Yeah, he's just casually slapping yeah, it into one of yeah. his palms. Is this gorilla something seems off? <laughs> Are you sure there's nothing wrong with this gorilla? <laughs> I would hate to think you're using gorilla costumes. Yeah. I haven't seen this gorilla <laughs> throw his poop yet. <laughs> Why perhaps, don't you throw your poop, gorilla? Perhaps if he were to do it now, my concerns would be, how you say, assuaged. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be like and then you flash back to the scene where they didn't drill a hole in the gorilla butt suit <laughs> so how do you get the poop out yeah no, it's just in there yeah so then it's an awkward how do you throw it 
No, she had the joke. She read a tweet about, uh, I'm glad Jessica Chastain's here. I can white balance my screen on her chest. <laughs> yeah. and That's good. It's a good joke. And I don't think, like, I think she thought it was like a cum joke or something. She's like, I don't even get oh, it. And it's because like, you're pale. It's like not even a mean joke. It's an AV joke. Yeah. Anyway. I like I like that Brendan used a sewage. <laughs> How you say a sewage? Like they kind of have these random, like deep cut words that they learned, like <laughs> fashion school or whatever. Yeah. These I mean, gorillas do not look erudite to me. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I mean, that's very true to learning foreign languages. You realize that other languages have words that you don't have, so you end up with these like awkward. Const- like apparently in in Spanish, uh, like plane tickets is is like a word of its own that doesn't have tickets in it hmm. so, so you're wondering so you're wondering like what words in english where like in other languages instead of car it's like oh oh it's a wheeled horse or something you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah they never came up with a modern construction yeah. and it kind of goes both ways sometimes too oh yeah for sure where yeah, you're like, like the, wow, that word for that thing is extremely literal. Right. Like, yeah. we, I guess that's like a, shorter... a French email. Yeah. So no. stupid. Yeah. In Spanish, uh, an escalator is called mechanical mechanical stairs. And you're like, mm. that makes sense. It's also like super awkward. But then you guys <laughs> also have a special word for plane tickets. And we're just like over here being like, yeah, hey, can in, I get in the, the fucking Stone Age? Can I have <laughs> the sky paper, please? <laughs> <laughs> we're jacking off with our terrible word for plane tickets. <laughs> yeah. Like um, idiots. Anyway, um, yeah. I think we can put it to bed. You guys, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I feel good about it. I think Jason yeah. and gorilla suits is a logical endpoint. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, Laramie. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anything you want to plug? Next morning uh, show appearance, maybe. No, nah, I'm good. Okay. I'm trying to fade away at this point. All right. Yeah. But thanks for playing some of my audio. It's no problem. To, uh, like, yeah. What is it? Fit blood. It's better to Manchester by the Sea than to fade kids away. Than fade away. What is it? Burn out. To burn, burn out. out than to fade, fade away. away. Yeah, that's it. I've been drinking. Sorry. Neil Young Eat. said that. Yeah. And he's definitely fading away. Yeah. Fad. Fad. Okay. Cool. Email us. Fraudcast at gmail.com. Vince, what's the Google voice number? 415-275-0030. Patreon.com slash fraudcast. You can just donate like a quarter. I don't even care. Like, I mean, if you if you don't necessarily have to donate to the level that Matt Lieb sings you a song, but, you know, we appreciate anything. Yeah, and like, I don't even know the last time we did a song with Matt Lieb, so who knows if he don't get sung. It was like two who weeks cares? ago. It's just futile. Whatever. Oh, I'm going to be in Dubai uh, next week oh, yeah, if anybody's there. Dubai tight, tight, tight. Tell me some cool stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening as always, and until next week, good night and good chins. Boosh.